composers to me are the lifeblood of our industry. They are the the, the reason that we do this. And I, I firmly believe that, you know, we have Beethoven walking among us and we have, you know, we have Rossini walking among us. We have um, Stravinsky walking among us. We have to believe that. We have to believe that that our art form has a future and we have to believe that um, the works that we are commissioning and premiering will become the repertoire of the, of the future. And I think that's incredibly exciting. I want, I want in 100 years or 200 years for people to talk about the LA Philharmonic as this incredible engine of innovation for classical music. I want them to kind of say, you can't believe in this 30-year period, 40-year period, 100-year period, all of these works that were premiered and presented um, by this orchestra and by these artists. Um, and, and that's going to be our legacy. Music by Bryce Desner, who will be one of the composers featured on the 2018-2019 Green Umbrella series at the L.A. Philharmonic. We're hearing a piece called Omi Weiss, the first movement of murder ballads from an album called Filament by 8th Blackbird. And we're hearing Chad Smith talking from the L.A. Phil about this landmark series, the Green Umbrella concert series at the L.A. Philharmonic. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and I'm going to dedicate the program today to the upcoming season of the Green Umbrella series. And so we're going to talk about the upcoming season. Of course, there's no audio yet. In fact, most of what's happening on the upcoming season is commissions. They're going to be world premieres, so the audio doesn't exist. Probably most of it has not even been composed yet. But I can play music by the composers to give you a sense of what the Green Umbrella series is doing, this incredible wide range of music that they're commissioning, that they're featuring. The Green Umbrella series has only been on my radar actually for gosh the last uh, five six seven years but it's been around for more than 30 which is really really impressive and as we heard chad smith from the la phil talking about it's a really important part of what the la phil does in fact he considers it to be at the core of what the la phil does they are very very interested in contemporary music of course for someone like myself as a composer and contemporary music advocate well that's very very exciting so I'm going to feature music by the composers who will be on this upcoming season of the Green Umbrella series in L.A. But first, I thought I'd give you a general sense of the kind of music that they're interested in. So I'm going to play music by Marcos Balter, who is on the most recent Green Umbrella series. I'm going to feature a piece of his called Codex Serafinianus. And this is a piece that he wrote for soprano saxophone, viola, flute, and bassoon. It's an 11-movement suite inspired by an encyclopedia of imaginary objects by Italian designer Luigi Serafini. They're imaginary objects, but they have interesting names. For example, anthropology. Imagine an object that you would call anthropology. <laughs> it's quite an object. Well, now imagine music inspired by an object called anthropology. We're going to hear that. First, we're going to hear machinery. And then after anthropology, we'll hear games. All of this is music by Marcos Balter, performed by the International Contemporary Ensemble.
That's music by composer Marcos Balter, Codex Seraphinianus. We heard three movements. We heard Machine, Anthropology, and Games. This is from an 11-movement suite, and it was performed by the International Contemporary Ensemble. Marcos Balter is one of the composers who was on the Green Umbrella series just last season, so I wanted to give you a taste of the kinds of things that they're thinking about there at the Green Umbrella series. And over the course of this program, you're going to hear all kinds of different music, because that's one of the things that really, really fascinates me about the Green Umbrella series. Not only that it has been so successful, uh, one of, no doubt about it, the most successful new music series in the country, but also the fact that they've been successful while not settling into any kind of stylistic groove. They're constantly changing up what they're doing from European modernism to American minimalism, everything in between. It's very, very exciting. Let's talk again to Chad White. He is the chief operating officer for the LA Philharmonic, and he's here to tell us exactly how the Green Umbrella Series got started and how it got its name. The Green Umbrella Series um, really was born out of um, a program that was initiated, I think, in 1982. The then executive director of the LA Philharmonic, Ernest Fleischman, invited our principal timpanist at that time, uh, William Kraft, to create an ensemble of musicians out of the LA Phil that would do um, a series of dedicated concerts to, to new music. In 1989, we moved the leadership of that series to John Harbison, and he took over as, as the uh, kind of the, the composer in residence for the new music group. And at that time, we decided that the series needed to have a new name; it needed to be more inclusive. And so Ernest came up with the idea uh, to call it the Green Umbrella Series. And there's been lots of speculation over the years as to kind of why is it called Green Umbrella? What was Ernest thinking when he named it that? Um, but you know, he always said he just liked the name. Um, I tend to think that, you know, we think about kind of green as kind of ever new and, and the umbrella as, as kind of being a place for um, all sorts of new music, but that kind of uh, applying some sort of decision-making process that probably wasn't there when Ernest just named it Green Umbrella. That's more from Chad White, the Chief Operating Officer of the LA Philharmonic, talking here about the Green Umbrella Series, how it got its name, and how it got its start. And I love this idea, too, that perhaps LA, as one of the newer orchestras in the country, can take more risks, can do more exciting things uh, with contemporary music. Certainly they're not, as I said, settling into a groove, which I always find to be really exciting. I'm a fan of eclectic programming. So in the program today, I'm featuring the upcoming season of the Green Umbrella Series, knowing, of course, that most of it has not been written yet, let alone premiered, uh, but I can give you a sense of the composers. And we're going to return to Bryce Desner, who is a big part of the upcoming season on the Green Umbrella series. I'm going to play a piece of his now called Ahem, A-H-E-Y-M. So let's hear it to get a sense of Bryce Desner's, or more of a sense of his musical aesthetic. Here's a Kronos Quartet to perform. <laughs> Thank you. 
music by Bryce Desner. The piece is called A Hymn, and we heard Kronos Quartet, the ever-restless Kronos Quartet, always searching out for new sounds, new composers with whom to work. Bryce Desner is featured on an entire concert in 2019 on the Green Umbrella series. He's writing a big-scale work inspired by Robert Maplethorpe, and specifically a controversial exhibit when Desner was a young man. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. My theme today is the Green Umbrella series, one of the most exciting and popular contemporary music series at a major orchestra, in this case the LA Philharmonic, in the country. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or if you'd like to get a playlist of the music that we've featured on the program today, you can visit relevanttones.com. I played music by Bryce Desner, who is one of the major, major composers featured on the Green Umbrella series in the upcoming season at the LA Philharmonic, but they have a lot of exciting things in store. Let's hear from Chad Smith again to sketch out the season for us. You know, one of the first things that Gustavo did, actually the first kind of major thing that he did when he was appointed music director, was that he appointed John Adams as as the creative chair. It was a new position. And John is one of the most generous musicians out there and one of the most generous composers. So he invited Andrew Norman to come and curate the first green umbrella of our season um, around this idea of creative community in Los Angeles. All those composers that have been commissioned for that first green umbrella are L.A.-based composers. And I will say, you know, the, the, the big idea that, that John had for the centennial was in this season, in the 1819 season, every piece on the Green Umbrella series would be a world premiere commission. So in a season where there are over 50 commissions, 
close to half of them happen on the Green Umbrella Series, and that was something that was really important to John. We also have our, our principal guest conductor, Susanna Malky, and she's curating some of the experimental European composers. So many of these people that she's bringing onto our stage are composers that we've never worked with before, and I find that kind of tremendously exciting so that our audiences here in Los Angeles get to hear what's happening at the cutting edge of new music in Central Europe. Herbie is our creative chair for jazz, and so John said, look, there's an interesting thing happening, particularly with, you know, when we, when we see the, the phenomenon of, of Taishan Sori and this incredible music uh, that he's creating, and it's, it's almost genre-defying. Um, John said, what if Herbie curated a green umbrella that used jazz and kind of the edge of jazz as the, the framing mechanism? And so we've commissioned those composers to kind of highlight kind of what's happening at the edge of jazz. Uh, this place where kind of classical music and, and jazz meet. Uh, one of the big pieces that we've put on the season is uh, uh, Bryce Dessner. Bryce is an Ohio-born composer-performer. He was a guitarist in the band The National, um, a really interesting curator, a really interesting thinker on music, um, and um, a very kind of talented composer. He was deeply influenced by um, an event that happened in Cincinnati in the 90s, around the shutting down of the Maplethorpe exhibit at the museum in, in, in Cincinnati. And so he wanted to kind of go back and, 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 and kind of re-experience that, but from the perspective of a, of a composer. So he's, he took that moment of inspiration, um, that moment of, of real crisis of, about um, um, uh, censorship, and is using that as a starting point for this work that is going to be deeply influenced by some of the images of Mablethorpe. And we're, we're partnering with the Mablethorpe Foundation on the creation of that work. And then the final, the final green umbrella of the season is with John Adams. It is a mixture of composers from many different backgrounds. It's kind of um, this beautiful mixture of, of works from many different um, backgrounds. That is, for me, um, what Green Umbrella does best. When Green Umbrella is working um, like we all hope it is, it becomes a laboratory for our organization. So this is, this is a place where we really begin to see emerging trends. It's a place where we begin to understand kind of how our art form is changing. And it's a, and it's a place for us, the LA Philharmonic, to kind of be in the middle of that, um, of that evolution. I'm going to hone in on the concert that he was talking about, curated by Herbie Hancock, because it sounds pretty fascinating to me. Two of the composers who I'm going to feature are Taishan Sori and Billy Childs. Taishan Sori is one of the composers that will be featured on the upcoming Green Umbrella series. And if his name sounds familiar to you, well, he is a MacArthur Fellow. I featured him recently on a program about the Big Ears Festival. He is the drummer of his own trio, the Taishan Sori Trio. And a lot of people think he's redefining jazz and contemporary music, which you might just hear in this piece, Templating Tranquility. Here he is performing with his trio.
That's music by Taishan Sori, a drummer, band leader, composer. The piece is called Templating Tranquility, and we heard his trio performing. Taishan Sori is one of the composers who will be performing on the Green Umbrella series, the upcoming season at the LA Philharmonic. This is a concert that's been curated by their jazz chair, Herbie Hancock. And another composer to be featured on that program is Billy Childs, who is a marvelous pianist, a great composer. He's had a heck of a career. He did a project with Renee Fleming and Yo-Yo Ma, and I want to play a piece from that project. It's called New York Tenderberry. Here they are to perform.
from a really interesting project, a collaboration between the jazz pianist and composer extraordinaire Billy Childs, Yo-Yo Ma, and Renee Fleming. Good things are bound to happen when you get people like that together. The piece is called New York Testaberry, and Billy Childs is one of the composers who will be performing, I believe he'll be performing, at any rate, he'll be performed. His music is featured on the Green Umbrella series by the LA Philharmonic in a really fascinating concert curated by Herbie Hancock. 
The last thing I want to play on the program today is by composer Annie Gosfield, and I suppose I'm cheating a little bit here because she was on the season last year, not uh, this upcoming season of the Green Umbrella series, but I can't resist any opportunity to play Annie's music because she's one of my absolutely favorite composers. And just quickly, there's no audio for it yet, but the project that she did with the Green Umbrella series was so fascinating. It was based on, it was an opera based on War of the Worlds, and not just the book, but specifically the radio broadcast that Orson Welles did that terrified so many people. Uh, it was super well-reviewed. I really wish I could have been there. I can't wait until audio is available from War of the Worlds. But I'm going to play some music by Annie Gosfield because, again, I just want to share her music with you because she's a fantastic composer. I chose two pieces, and they are Four Roses and The Manufacture of Tangled Ivory Part 2, which is the piece that we'll hear first, followed by Four Roses. Here is Annie Gosfield with her ensemble to perform. Thank you. 
music by Annie Gosfield. We heard two pieces, The Manufacture of Tangled Ivory, Part 2, and then we heard Four Roses. I thought about playing Parts 1 and Part 2 of Manufacture of Tangled Ivory, but I really wanted to get Four Roses in there. It's always so hard to choose the music. Annie Gosfield is one of my most favorite composers. There's so much going on there, her rhythmic sense. My gosh, the music is so powerful, and then it's unexpectedly so beautiful. It's always kind of dark, though. There's a sort of like, I don't know what to say, almost Tim Burton-esque quality to her music that I absolutely love. She was one of the composers featured on the Green Umbrella series, her opera War of the Worlds, last year. But we heard from Chad Smith, the Chief Operating Officer of the LA Philharmonic. And the upcoming season of The Green Umbrella is very, very exciting. This is literally one of the most successful and interesting, well-programmed contemporary music series in the country. It's been an honor to be able to talk with Chad and to feature the series on the program today. And you can find out more at lafil.com. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, an additional production help provided by Rebecca Neistat. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.